0: The NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by Winbet. Bet one hundred dollars at Winbet and get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sports gambling slash winbet. That's sports gambling podcast.com slash to claim your free bet today. Roster brought to you by SGP and fantasy. Dominate your draft with the free SGP and draft kit. Just go to SportsGambling draftkit slash draft kit. And the free roll football contest is back and better than ever. Five thousand dollars up for grabs in our NFL contest, and fifteen hundred dollars in our brand new college football contest. Sign up exclusively in our Discord. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com/discord. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com/discord. I'm just about that action, boss. everyone, to the NFL Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Friday, September 2nd, here to talk more NFL betting, win totals, and some season-long prop bets as well. But this is going to be a very, very, very special episode because we have our very first guest joining us on the newly launched NFL Gambling Podcast. She's been a friend of the network. She's been on the MLB Gambling Podcast, the Propcast, and she's better known as the betting host and analyst for Yahoo Sportsbook and betting analyst for the MLB Network and NBA TV. But let's keep it real, guys. We all know her better as the Prop prop Queen. It's Ariel Epstein. Ariel, first off, I want to take the time here to thank you so much for taking the time out out of your very, very busy schedule to be the very first guest on the NFL Gambling Podcast. How are you doing today?
1: First guest? That's not how I was approached for the season. I'm glad to be here. <laughs> excited to talk with NFL Futures in addition to some props. I love handicapping the NFL. It's so much fun. It's a lot of work. It's a grind of a season. I'm excited, though.
0: Yeah, we we're talking offline a little bit. That now, now it's the time to grind. Now it's going to be those days where all of us are going to be seven, or working seven days a week. Um, but yeah, it's a grind. It's a lot of fun. But also joining us, you guys also know him as the CFL Gambling Podcast host, NASCAR uh, Propcast. I know I missed something in
2: there as well. But it's Rod via Gomez. Rod, what's going on, buddy? Hey, I woke up already to a cash in the F1 gambling podcast. Best one, I forgot. <laughs> Roland, everything else today is free money, so I'm happy to be here.
0: There we go. Um, yeah, so this is going to be a lot of fun. Ariel's here to talk us through some NFL, so we're just going to dive right into it, everybody. Um, Ariel, let's start off with some uh, win totals for this NFL season. Uh, a lot of things have happened with transactions and new quarterbacks, new head coaches, and things like that. Um, I know you are a Baltimore Ravens fan. I don't know if you want to start there or if you want to uh, go to another team, but I'm going to give you the floor first here for your uh, win totals for this upcoming NFL season.
1: We can start with the Ravens. The Ravens are a team I've never bet on in my life when it comes to futures bets. This is the first year that I'm willing to do it. I actually never like to bet on my own teams in the futures market because you're essentially already rooting for them anyway. What fun is that? You're double miserable if it loses. The difference is that because I'm a Yankees fan and a Ravens fan, especially in the last few years, my teams have always been severely overvalued by sports books. This year, the Ravens are severely undervalued by the yeah. sports book. The Ravens are at plus 145 to win the AFC North. The Ravens were at nine and a half wins. It's now too juiced to bet the over. However, yeah. if I were to pick a side, it would be to the over. I just wish any of you would have gotten it months ago and it wasn't minus 165. Yeah. As for the Super Bowl, the Ravens are also a team at 22 to one that I see a ton of value in. Now I'll give you the why. The why is because <laughs> the Ravens were pretty much in the playoff hunt until the last two weeks of the season last year yeah that was without their quarterback lamar jackson mvp who was out pretty much the entire second half that was without any of their running backs starting or even playing last season and gus edwards and jk dobbins their number one cornerback marcus peters didn't take a snap in the regular season last year either tearing his acl in the preseason. They lost their entire secondary, the Ravens, not just Marcus Peters, pretty much everyone. They were playing with third and fourth string uh, corners, third and fourth string safeties. That's why the Ravens were going for two at the end of games be- and not going for overtime because their head coach, John Harbaugh, even announced, I don't trust our secondary to last through an overtime period. Our best opportunity was going for two with our offense on the goal line. That happened about three or four times last year. Yeah. If The Ravens stay healthy. The Ravens have a really good shot at having at least 10 wins in a division in the AFC North. That's going to regress. There's no more Ben Roethlisberger in Pittsburgh. There's an iffy quarterback situation in Cleveland, Cincinnati. Are they going to be super bowl runner up cursed Like everyone else in the last 10 years, where nine of the last 10 teams have had at least one less win the next year after a super bowl. Maybe. I mean, I took the under nine and a half wins on the Bengals because of the trend, not because of the Ravens because of the trend Right. that said the Ravens, the futures market should be pretty bright for them. That's why I like the over nine and a half wins, them to win the AFC North at plus 145. I think that if the Lamar Jackson situation gets sorted out, the odds are going to drop more in their favor. Already saw in Vegas, It's my last point, saw in Vegas with Kelly in, Kelly in Vegas, Kelly Stewart. We were yeah. walking around different sports books in Vegas about a week ago. The Ravens were down to 16 to one in some books in Vegas. Yeah. And if you can still get them at past 20 to one, then you're getting some really good value there.
0: Yeah, and this was one of the teams that as soon as the offseason hit, I knew that this was going to be a team that you all or we all want to look at because like you just mentioned of all the injuries that they dealt with last year before the season even started. You mentioned the names there's Gus Edwards, J.K. Dobbins, Marcus Peters in the uh, preseason last year. And let's not forget, even without those guys before Lamar missed those final, I think, five to six games, they were eight and three and sitting as the number one seed. In the AFC last season. Now you're coming back with a healthy squad. I love it. And I, I'm a little like, and I agree with you, Ariel, that I'm down on this division as well. You talked about the Bengals maybe possibly coming off the Super Bowl hangover, teams having more tape on how to slow this offense down. The Browns were going to be without Deshaun Watson for 11 games. Uh, the Steelers are, you know, they're still trying to figure out their quarterback situation. Their win total is only seven and a half. So I think. This season, at least for the Baltimore Ravens, it's set up for them to have success in this division and even further, possibly get to the playoffs or they are going to get to the playoffs and make that Super Bowl run. And we all love Warren Sharp, right? We always look at his positional ranks and we really utilize that, uh, at least for my handicapping. He has the Lamar Jackson Right, as a six best quarterback. The Ravens come in with a six best offensive line. The secondary is top five. The front seven is uh, rated at 18th, but I think they're, I think the potential there, the town that they do have, I think they're going to be great. But Rod, do you have any thoughts on the Ravens uh, going into the season?
2: I mean, look, I, I jokingly say that it's the triple option offense over there in Baltimore. I do love what it they is. got going on. And, right, <laughs> I'm I'm not lying. It's you got all the running backs and then the running quarterback. So it's almost like watching. You Army also football. have
1: two quarterbacks that resemble each other having yeah. your backup as Tyler Huntley with Lamar Jackson.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, again, it's just it's basically like watching Army football. So I love it. And and when you can control the, the ball, when you can control the clock against some of the high-powered offenses they're going to face like, Cincinnati was last season and, and could be again this season, you know, that's what they need to do. And, and of course keep the ball off of the field for all the the bad quarterbacks that are in their division. Um, Yeah. I think they have a, a very clear path to do exactly what uh, Ariel laid out because I mean, who else do they got other than Cincinnati to, to deal with and you keep them off the field, you keep them from scoring. I mean, I, I like it. I, and plus I love the triple option. So I, I got a soft spot for it. <laughs>
0: Hundred percent. I mean, look you you look at their schedule. They come in with the eleventh easiest schedule into the season, and right after their bye week, which is the, pretty much right at the middle of the season, in that week ten after the bye week, they have games against the Panthers, the Jags. They go. Uh, they have Denver coming to town, and they have the Steelers, and they end the season with the Falcons, the Steelers, and uh, and the Cincinnati Bengals. So that second half of the schedule, I think, is really easy for the Baltimore Ravens, and I think this might be a team that hey, if you really want to get frisky with it, maybe take a look at them having the best record. In the NFL, I think that's a very, very good possibility for the uh, Baltimore Ravens. Let's not
1: get crazy. Let's not get crazy.
0: <laughs> He's playing hey, with the host. He's playing to the guest. <laughs> uh, Errol, anything else for this Baltimore team?
1: I also really in the futures props market, which you'll enjoy. I know we're all props people here. Yeah. The Ravens running back, J.K. Dobbins, to have seven or more touchdowns is plus 105. To have 10 or more touchdowns is plus 265. Dobbins had nineteen touch, or sorry, nine touchdowns in twenty twenty. That was as the fourth string quarterback. Nine touchdowns as a fourth string in twenty twenty two years ago. Again, was out all last season. Now this season goes in as the number one running back for the Ravens. Ravens second string Gus Edwards not making it in the first four weeks. He's put on the pup list. Yeah. Dobbins had Mark Ingram. Uh, I keep forgetting all the list of players. Uh, there they was had like, Levy on
0: Bell at one point. It wasn't they?
1: that. Yes, but that wasn't part of the starting four. And now I think it was like, um, whatever. I'm going to sound like a dummy now because I can't remember who the second and third string running backs were. But either way, that season, he was the fourth string and he went over seven touchdowns. There's really good value for him to have 10 or more touchdowns this season. Um, it, it's rushing touchdowns. not. I know he can catch and he can run with football, but it's rushing touchdowns. He had nine in 2019. I say 10 or more has great value at plus 265 for J.K. Dobbins.
2: You validated every one of my fantasy picks, Ariel. Thank you so much for that. <laughs> I went so heavy on J.K. Dobbins this season. People thought I was crazy.
1: No, last season was the year everyone was going for Dobbins, too. You mm-hmm. just got hurt this season Dobbins should have a really good breakout season that it was supposed to be last year, this year. Okay. Let's, let's see what you could do. Especially the, the roles really set up well for him because he's so versatile being able to catch and run with the football. Nonetheless, having a mobile quarterback in Lamar Jackson, I remember going to Panthers games. I was a reporter down in North Carolina covering the Carolina Panthers. It was the Cam Newton era. I was really Cam Newton and Christian McCaffrey were the quarterback running back duo I couldn't shoot the game I tried I couldn't do it you have to think like a linebacker when you're shooting the game on the field because you have to think who's going to get the football between Cam Newton and Christian McCaffrey I had no clue I I was lost on the field every game that's how I feel the Ravens are going to utilize J.K. Dobbins and Lamar Jackson this
0: year With all that being said, then, would you put some coin down on J.K. Dobbins' comeback player of the year?
1: People have mentioned this to me. If you look back at comeback player of the year it's very hard for a running back to win the award yeah. quarterbacks tend to win it if james winston has an amazing season he's winning it in new orleans as their quarterback there's gonna be other players who are a more trendy name looking at the list of comeback player of the year it's very trendy names or quarterbacks and or your eric berry who beat cancer like yeah. it, there's just like it's a crazy story yeah jk dobbins story is not gonna probably be crazy especially because he has a quarterback in lamar jackson who will have Outshine him with any of the success the Ravens have.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, you're absolutely correct about the it being a narrative award because you talked about Eric Berry. I had uh Alex Smith the year that he won when he yep. came back from that gruesome leg injury. Um, so yeah, it's pretty much a, a narrative-based award. All right, before we get into some more win totals, let me tell you guys about our presenting sponsor Win Bet. Thinking of joining Win Bet, now is the perfect time. New customers who bet 100 dollars get a hundred dollar free bet. And if you're betting baseball, you have to check out WinBet and their reduced juice in baseball games makes them the best place to bet on MLB. And if you're not betting on MLB, I don't know cuz you're missing out on a lot of money with the strikeout props that Ariel does give out and she's made me a lot of money. Plus, the WinBet casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can deposit, where you get a 100% deposit bonus of up to $1,000. There's so much to choose from and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offers up to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 years or older in a state and in a state where play-through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Also brought to you by odds Trader. Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all major sports books. You can also Compare the different sign-up codes and promotions from sportsbooks to get the best deal. The app also provides player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, and projected game day weather for bettors to make the most informed bets possible. It also has a bet tracker so bettors can keep record of all the games you're betting and your betting activity. So to take advantage of this, all you have to do is go to oddstradercom slash bluewire. That's oddstradercom slash bluewire. Oddstrader, the number one site for all your game day bets. And like I mentioned, the free roll football contests are back at Sports Gambling Podcast Network. College football contest, $1,500 up for grabs. NFL contest, $5,000 up for grabs. And a two-night stay at Win Las Vegas. Sign up exclusively in our Discord, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. All right, Ariel, where are you taking us next for your win total for this upcoming season? What else you got for us?
1: I mentioned the Cincinnati Bengals briefly. I Mm -hmm. have two win totals this year, one over, one under. My under is the Bengals, nine and a half. I got it actually under 10 in a book. I'm not allowed to name. Mm. Um, I did get an under 10. I, I liked it because at least a 10 is a push. Whereas if you go under nine and a half and I laid a little bit more juice, however, not too much. It was definitely less than minus 150. I want to say it was minus 140 range to get the under 10. Just felt for the 10 to be a push. It gave me a little bit more. Okay, I'll, I'll do this. The reason behind it is nine out of the last 10 teams who are the super bowl runner up have had at least one less win from the year before mm. the average number of wins that those teams have dropped off have been three less wins as the average, the only team that had more wins than their super bowl runner up year was the new England Patriots. So it's Tom Brady. Gonna be and my guess. <laughs> Duh. Everyone else has had at least one less win. The, the Bengals had 10 last year, this year, that trend would point to nine, maybe eight. You mentioned Teams having the tape on Cincinnati, they have tape on this offense with their now second year uh, wide receiver Jamar Chase, you you know how they're going to try to use their running backs. You Is this offensive line any better? There are some question marks coming off a of Super Bowl year and with the Ravens being better. Last season, you had three terrible teams in the AFC North. The Ravens should be better this year. One more challenging team. Bengals are also playing with a first-place schedule. Their schedule is going to be tougher. That's a harder challenge. You're coming off of two years ago where the Bengals had a losing season and got one of those easier schedules going into last year. To me, the Bengals just overachieved last season. I'm going to go under 10 wins. If you get 9.5, I'm fine with that, too. For the over, I like the over eight and a half on the New England Patriots. Mm
2: -hmm. The Patriots
1: are being undervalued. The Patriots last year with a rookie quarterback in Mac Jones, he was one game behind the Buffalo Bills by the end of the season, a team that was supposed to win the Super Bowl or be one of the Super Bowl favorites and was the Super Bowl favorite at one point. They were a top 10 offense, a top 10 defense last year. Their head coach is still a future Hall of Famer in Bill Belichick. Now, Belichick's getting back Matt Patricia, getting back Joe Judge. They've got this core of coaches that have had success under Belichick. Now, granted, that was with Tom Brady at quarterback. I'm willing to put my money on Bill Belichick to make sure that his quarterback gets better. I can't imagine a world where Mac Jones has a worse season this coming year. I know that they don't have the trendiest names on that offense, who cares? What did the, the Bengals became stars last year? All their players became stars last year. No one was high on the Bengals, except for maybe five people I've spoken with last year. Yeah. <laughs> this year, I don't care if there's no names. I love good coaching. Over eight and a half wins for me and the New England Patriots, You're number two with their quarterback. I'm good with it. Give me the over.
0: I'll quickly touch on the Bengals first. I 100% agree with with you about that. Um, I mean, you just look at their schedule in the second half of the year. They have games against the Chiefs. Uh, They have games against the Browns when Deshaun Watson will be back. The Patriots, like you mentioned, they face them. They have to go into Foxborough, do the Bengals. And then they end the season with the Bills uh, coming into their place and then the, the Baltimore Ravens, who maybe, who knows, that could possibly be for an AFC North title. Hopefully for Ravens uh, fans' sake and and for our bets, it's not that Baltimore has that division wrapped up by the time we get to week 18. But again, you know, they they, they have some tough schedules or tough games on their schedule. So I'm with you. Under 9.5, if you're able to shop around and find that 10, that's even better for this team. And I'm still personally not sold on head coach Zach Taylor. I, I don't know. I, I think the people that I've spoken to last year may have been an anomaly for this team or, or for – for them to get to the super bowl. But look, they have the talent, but I think the one thing is that now teams have tape on this, on this offense and how to slow them down. And you mentioned also the offensive line as well. Um, how, how much has it approved? They did what it looks like, made some signings with guys to improve that offensive line, but I, I need to see it play out. And I think chemistry is really important with an offensive line, especially when trying to protect a guy like Joe Burrow, but anything for the Bengals there, Rod,
2: yeah, you know, you kind of talked me into this, Ariel. I, I was a little bit higher on the Bengals, thinking that yeah, this is this is going to be the team. They still got Burrow, they still got Chase, they still got Mixon. I and I think for fantasy purposes, I'm never telling anybody to stay away from any of those Bengals players because I think for fantasy mm-hmm. purposes, they're gonna they're gonna crush. But I guess I never really considered the the losing totals and the and the winning totals as far as will they regress? Yes, they're playing a first place schedule, so uh, you, you kind of talked me into that one. I, I I'm coming down a little bit on the Bengals uh, after that talk. So. Uh, you guys both kind of double teamed it, but uh, yeah, I mean, look for fantasy purposes, load them all up, but yeah, maybe for win totals, I might pump the brakes a little bit just because of you guys made the great argument against it. On the Patriots point,
0: uh, Ariel, I want to ask you, this. does it concern you that we still don't know how or who is going to be making the uh, offensive play calls? Is it going to be Joe Judge? Is it going to be Matt, Pat- Matt Patricia? Because I feel like when I'm looking at teams, uh, they're going from Josh McDaniels to those two guys. It, it kind of rubs me the wrong way. And I, and I was a little down on this team coming into the season, but like you mentioned, you do have the hall of fame coach there, but my concern is I'm not very high on Matt, Patricia and Joe judge. You have any thoughts on those two?
1: I actually find it to be potentially an advantage that the okay. Patriots could be switching up some of their coaching staff. Belichick. Is not, I mean, these these coaches just failed as head coaches miserably. So they're not gonna have an ego coming in. They're coming back to prove that they could build their stock again. No one's gonna come in trying to be more than what Belichick asked because the most success they've had in their career is under Belichick. It could throw off any team if you're gonna switch up your styles, especially offensively, you don't your tape might look different if you're gonna be playing around with things and I think it could throw off defenses and throw off other coaching staffs. If they don't know, it's already hard to predict the Patriots. I can't, I could probably count on one hand, how many props I've bet for the new England Patriots. You can't figure them out. That's the beauty of bill Belichick. That's why he's been so successful. If bill Belichick really found it to be a concern that he needed someone to really call the shots and be the offensive coordinator, Bill Belichick would have named an offensive coordinator I, I'm again we can't speak for what goes on in this mastermind's head yeah just to me it could be an advantage that the Patriots are going to be the ones to know who's calling the shots and no one else is
0: yeah I mean I agree when with with Bill Belichick, there you don't know what goes on in his mind, and I can't wait for the thirty—the uh, thirty for thirty—that comes out about Bill Belichick's coaching career and find out what kind of went through his. Yeah,
1: mind. it only took <laughs> us about fifteen years, ten years after Derek Jeter <laughs> retired, to find out what went on in his mind. Yeah. So I'm sure we'll wait another twenty
2: for Bill Belichick. Uh,
0: Rod, any thoughts on the Patriots here before we get to no, the? I- uh- Player props. Yeah. Go ahead.
2: Yeah, no, I wrote, I wrote an article earlier about the Patriots and I, and in digging, I was like, wow, this is actually a better team than what I think uh, people are giving them credit for. And, and just like Ariel said, you know, the second year of Mac Jones and now he gets Devonte Parker. Yeah. Okay. Devonte Parker's not the greatest of, of uh, breakout number one receivers, but at least it feels like a number one receiver for him. You know, I mean, he had uh, Jacoby Myers, he had Kendrick Bourne, like those guys, they're, they're, in that conversation number threes there you go and so now he gets a breakout i think guy that can go and stretch the defense as they say the kids like to say uh and then he's got damian harris still in the backfield this team is stocked and ready to go i even kind of gave them a little bit of juice on the uh the the division uh, because i feel like they can beat the bills if they at least split it right if they split the games against the bills they've got a shot
1: they won that game right in Buffalo last year, lost the one Explained, at home yeah. in New England. I said that too at Yahoo. We did a video about division sleepers. We weren't allowed to pick a favorite. We had to pick a division sleeper in the AFC, a division sleeper in the NFC. My AFC division sleeper was the New England Patriots. Great value, uh, a solid coaching staff, your number two under your quarterback. Also, like you mentioned, with the addition of Devontae Parker at wide receiver. It's going to help those those receivers last year who were, again, question marks to any defense that faced them. That's such a huge advantage as an offense when the opposition doesn't know. And now, obviously, the attention goes to Devontae Parker. However, you've got a bunch of different uh, wide receivers that had experience last season. Now they're going to not be looked at like the number one or two. They're going to be looked at like a number two, number three. It's going to open up the fields for those receivers who also now have starting experience, like a Jacoby Myers.
0: Bill Belichick is always out there playing chess while everybody else is playing checkers. Uh, all right. Before we get over to the, some the season-long props uh, from Ariel, let me tell you guys about promoguy.us for all you sports bettors out there. I want to tell you about the best new way to increase your bankroll. It's called promoguy.us. At promoguy.us, you can get the biggest bonuses from all the best sportsbooks in the country. We're talking $1,000 risk-free deposits, insane odds boots, and most importantly, the best anal- analytics in the business. Plus, tons of free picks as well. PromoGuide.us is your guide to betting smart. Once again, that's promoguy.us. Now, on to Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. And you probably already have a fantasy league on there, and we used it for ours at SGPN. It's a game changing product unlike anything else in the industry. And now you can win on Sleeper by playing their new Over Under game. The main reason we're excited about Over Under on Sleeper is that it's the only app where I can join my buddies' contests and play together. It's got a built in group chat where I can see and copy my friends' picks with a tap of a button, and insanely fun to write it out together. Stop what you're doing and download sleeper. Now to play their new over under game, have fun with your friends and make some money. So on your mobile device, all you have to do is join our listener group at sleeper at sleeper.com SGP and sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100, but make sure to use promo code SGP again, sleeper.com SGP. And you'll get a $100 match on your first deposit terms and conditions apply. See sleepers terms of use for details. And last but not least, We're also brought to you by Run Your Pool. Run Your Pool is a home of competition, bringing sports fans and their social circles together to compete, connect, and make every game matter more. Run Your Pool offers every game type under the sun, from pick'em and survivor to fantasy pools. It's a one-stop shop for sports gaming with customizable features you don't get anywhere else. Look, you're probably that guy in the office or the workplace that has to put the survivor pools and the fantasy leagues together. Make it easy for yourself. Check out Run Your Pool. They do everything for you. And we've teamed up with Run Your Pool to host a pool for our official SGPN NFL Survivor Contest. Hop in now, reserve your spot, $500 cash plus a $250 gift card to the SGPN merch store to the winner. Sign up today over at play.runyourpool.com SGPN. That's play.runyourpool.com SGPN. All right, now is the time to get into the expertise that Ariel brings, the prop betting, the season-long player props here. Uh, Ariel, I will give you the floor. What do you got for this upcoming NFL season?
1: Only the J.K. Dobbins play I mentioned earlier. Ravens running back J.K. Dobbins to have 10 or more touchdowns at plus 265 is great value. I'll be honest. I love props. I love them game by game. I hate season-long props in any sport. Injuries kill you. If you're going to bet unders, go bet unders. Yep. I know someone I trust is on Ryan Tannehill under passing yards down on him. Another person I trust loves Jameis Winston over passing yards. Those are two people that um I really trust in betting on the NFL. However, I'm very against it. I don't want to tie up my money laying a minus 110 on p- passing, rushing, or receiving yards. I know people like awards. If you like awards, sure, go for it. I still hate them. How many years has... Russell Wilson deserved MVP and not gotten it. Maybe nice. Russell Wilson MVP this year in Denver. I Here's one thing. I know Denver is one of the highest. I think it's about 95% of the handle is on over for the Denver Broncos win total. Get away from that. Don't lay any money on a win total for the Broncos. If the Broncos have 10 or more wins or 11 or more wins, that means that they're in line for the division, which means that you should either bet the Broncos to win the division or bet the Bron- or bet Broncos quarterback Russell Wilson to win yeah. MVP. Those odds are closer to 10 to 1 or I think Wilson's longer than 10 to 1 or right under it, depending on the book go get those. Don't bet the win total on the Broncos. I like the Broncos. I just, to me, the AFC West is going to be a disaster. Who's going to be good. Who's going to be bad. There's going to probably be one team below 500. Who's it going to be? Are all three, are there going to be three teams like the AFC North a few years ago that make the playoffs? Yeah. There's a lot of potential for that. They are the NFC West of the 2022 season. I just, again, going back to props, JK Dobbins to me, it's not, huge it's plus 265 for 10 or more i love that everyone else again injuries scare the heck out of me when it comes to season-long player props i trust and i think it's great that other people do it if i'm gonna sit on a bet for six months it better have value it better be in plus money unless it's a win total because i could trust the team or trust the quarterback that's different win totals division super bowl etc individual players i'm sticking to game by game for the most part
0: Deets and long player props on the prop cast last season i had 13 unders um oh my god out of third out of, we did three for each division and i think we did a total of 24 I had 13 unders Ariel, i'm gonna put you on the spot how many do, how many of those do you think went under of those 13 i bet
1: oh um eight or nine
0: all 13. <sighs>
1: All went under?
0: All 13 went under. I went 13 and 0 on unders last year. Uh, tell me what you're betting
1: this year. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, bet the other side. <laughs> <laughs> I, I <laughs> just
0: kidding. <totally>. Just kidding. <laughs> so we've been doing the prop cast and we have two more left today that we're gonna do. And I, I told, you know, I told our guys we've got to bet more unders because I think that's where the value is. And like it it is. Is I would just only mentioned.
1: lean towards unders in player prop futures. Yeah. I, and, it's sad. It's just, I I don't trust overs because if you like someone so much, then why are they, why are they, why are they playing 18 or 17 games? Why are yeah. they in all four quarters? If they're that good, there's a shot like Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. If they're so good, that, how many fourth quarters did Tom Brady end up getting pulled from the game? Yeah, That's what scares me about people who I'm high on is I want them to do well. I don't want them to have to play a full four quarters maybe take them out in a few games but then that's bad for your over on passing yards
0: and you said yeah the the injury part of it is I think I think I want to say nine or ten of them that I had last season were results of like guys missing either the entire season or guys that missed like six to eight weeks because of you know injuries that were put on the IR I think my best one last year was Will Fuller under he played one game I think had like Eighty-nine receiving yards, and then Ryan Fitzpatrick had the under. I think he had four passing yards and missed the rest of the season. So, yep. yeah. Last exactly. question. I already got down on this. Lamar Jackson MVP. Am I right or wrong, or will it sit up in the air?
1: This is rough. I've already bet too much on the Ravens this preseason. I'm done. <laughs> I know. I know that here. Here's what I'm compare. What I've been comparing Lamar Jackson to has been Yankees all-star Aaron Judge. Mm. This season, everyone was concerned about Aaron Judge. Is he going to be bad? He bet on himself. It's so much pressure. Aaron Judge is having an iconic season. He's having a historical season, potentially passing Roger Maris for most home runs in a single season for the Yankees. Lamar Jackson has showed up to practice. Lamar Jackson has showed up to the games. He's not holding out. He's not showing that he's has any malintent to or not play week one yeah. that rumor hasn't even started yet. I see Lamar Jackson playing. I see the Ravens doing well this year. MVP. He has to do, he has to be amazing in order to get a second MVP in the last five years. I, I would stay off to me. Russell Wilson is my favorite play for MVP solely because of the value that's there for a team that I could see improving a lot. And, proving that if you knock off the Chiefs for the division, mm-hmm. then how do you not give that to Russell Wilson? As for Lamar Jackson and the Ravens, they're favored to win the division. He has to just have one of those seasons like he did his MVP year where it was indisputable. He was a video game that ran around the field going crazy, doing amazing things. Can it happen? Yeah, I'm not going to say no, but I, I just, it's not my favorite play for MVP.
0: Hey, makes sense. That's why I have you on to talk some sense into me. Rod, anything else before we get out of here, my man?
2: Yeah, it's the same thing, too. As far as Lamar Jackson, it's not. This is a narrative based award as well. Right. I mean, there's a lot of narrative that goes around it. So Lamar Jackson has to do superhuman things because we already know he's capable of doing fantastic things. So now he's got to take it up another level. How the hell do you do that when you're already Lamar Jackson? So, yeah, I I get it.
0: All right, so that's going to do it for this episode of the NFL Gambling Podcast, a very special bonus episode with Ariel Epstein. Ariel, anything else uh, you want to get off of your shoulders here and anything that you want to plug the floor is yours.
1: Just appreciate you guys having me on as always. And everyone should really listen to you guys because you know your stuff, especially when it comes to props. NFL season, props are really fun in the first half. Second half, I always seem to get a little nervous. Uh, Second half, when those numbers start sharpening up, don't be afraid to find new markets to bet. The new and different markets are where I love to look in the NFL. Defensive player props, rushing plus receiving is okay. Pass attempt props. Those are the kinds of prop markets that I like to focus in on. The passing, rushing, and receiving yards props for a quarterback running back and wide receiver or tight end or – they're rough. So I like um receptions. I like pass. Pass attempts is probably one of my favorite markets. I love defensive player props for total tackles. The problem is that they're really hard. They take a long time to handicap with such a yeah. huge slate of games. I usually stick to total tackle props in primetime games. Those are the markets that you really got to
0: focus in on. The gold star last year, I think, for both you and I, Ariel. Last year was Justin Jefferson' longest completion. Oh,
1: the, don't. Oh, yeah, you're you are right. The longest, the longest reception props are one of my favorites. Yeah, longest too.
0: reception. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I absolutely yeah. Longest reception. There's the longest pass. Yeah. And then there's the longest reception right. for the wide receivers. I love those. Those are so much fun.
0: There it is. Uh, some more knowledge from the prop queen herself, Ariel. Thank you so much. For joining us today on the nfl gambling podcast hopefully we can have you back on during the season uh and just let the people know where they can find you on social media
1: at ariel epstein you know, on twitter ariel on instagram yahoo sportsbook as well for their twitter page and sports.yahoo.com on their web- Blah, website website
0: <laughs> yes ma'am thank you all right rod uh thank you so much my man you guys know where you
2: can find rod as well any parting words rod no, just follow me on Twitter at RJV Gomez. There's a link in the bio with everything else in there. Uh, but yeah, looking forward to more of this uh, all season long.
0: All right, that's gonna do it for the NFL gambling podcast. Good luck with your bets. Let's break these books off and let it ride.